takes more than setting your out-of-office message in the wrong Slack workspace to be a great software engineer. This is episode 339 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. I'm your host, Dave Smith. Soft Skills Engineering is your weekly advice show on the non-technical parts of the technical field of software development. I got nothing. I don't know. Have you been out of office? I didn't put any away messages in Slack. Ah. I just didn't show up. <laughs> Remote work. No one knows if you're there or not. <laughs> it. I was thinking about this. It was really nice to take vacation when a lot of other people were yes. taking vacation because I didn't have that lingering, looming pressure of like, and there's going to be so much stuff to catch up with when I get back. Yeah. Or is something important happening that I'm missing out on right now? Nope. Only all that work that people like to get done when there's no other work to distract them with. Yeah, it is nice. Well, do you want to thank our wonderful patrons? I do. Big shout out to those that are contributing at the level on Patreon where they get a weekly call out. They are Andreas Reales, Connie Lee, Valentina Datafold, Santa Hopar, Noah Fraser Logue, Kent C. Dodds, Jenny Kim, Owen Shartle, Craig Motlin, I Love Mavis, The Stochastic Parrot, Alice Jost, Lanfuer Ohio, patreon.com.iu or hiring, Ira Chan, Monkey Face Emoji, Jonathan King, testing is documenting.org. Ola Rapofari, Will Angel, Agner, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hathaway, Travis Sanders, Braden Gaines, John Grant, Bartek Tatkowski, Cody Sale, Nick Cantor, and Philip John Basile. If you'd like to join this crew, go to softskills.audio and click the support us on Patreon button where you can contribute any dollar amount to get access to our Slack community. Or uh, if you contribute enough to make Jameson weep with joy. We will add your name mm -hmm. to this list. Name or emoji or uh, safe for work phrase of any kind that challenges us to the limit to this list, and we will say it on the air every single week. And go wild. Don't limit yourselves to the shackles of ASCII. That's right. You know, give us some UTF-8 bytes, and we'll, we'll do our best. Say those. We'll say them in binary. Yeah. <laughs> This is uh, Unicode symbol 20,532, <laughs> also known as briefcase emoji. 0011100101. A secret ultimate tier is that when I'm singing songs in the shower, I, I, I'll sing <laughs> in praise to you. And you'll just know. Like that your step gets a little lighter and bouncier. Like, oh, someone is singing my praises. Something. Yeah, something good has happened in the world. I feel so light and happy. <laughs> How could you not want to buy that happiness is my question to you. It's rhetorical. You can't put a price on it, yet you can still pay for it. Give money for it. <laughs> yes, it's weird. One of life's great question? mysteries. <laughs> you can't put a price on it, but you can buy it on Patreon. <laughs> Which means it's an infinitely good deal. That's I think. right. Yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read our first question. Okay. I think the new hire on my team is juggling multiple jobs. On several screen shares, I've seen them quickly close IDEs with third-party code, browser windows with what looked like a third-party Jira instance, etc. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe there's some open source project or a Jira instance where they're reporting a bug, but it seems fishy. Yeah. In the latest <laughs> instance, this person meant to post a link to the Jira issue they're working on in our company Slack but accidentally posted a link <laughs> to a ticket on some other company's Jira. <laughs> I did some digging, and this definitely is not a public-facing Jira instance. It's internal for their employees only. 
Normally, if somebody could do both jobs competently, I'd say good for them and they've earned both salaries. However, their performance hasn't been great. We're still in the onboarding phase and a lot of missteps could be excused by that. But I'm starting to worry that this person's goal is to offer only mediocre performance at this job and probably the other one as well. And we're unlikely to see expected levels of improvement as they continue to get up to speed. Am I being paranoid? Should <laughs> no. I raise my concerns with management <laughs> or give it more time to shake out? Is there a clever trap I can set to prove my suspicions for sure? <laughs> okay. Oh, this is wild. You actually have evidence of this happening in the real world. We talk about it all the time. But it's here. Yeah. It's in your face. It's happening. Okay. How do you actually go get real proof? Okay, here's the thing. You know the Jira instance. You probably know the company, too. Go get a job at that company as your second job <laughs> and show up on your first day and be okay. like, oh, oh, fancy meeting you here. <laughs> and But then you're in sort of a, a prisoner's dilemma. Yes. Of like, <laughs> Who's the rat? <laughs> yeah. You now have incentives. You both have incentives to... Well, it's not really a prisoner's dilemma, I guess. Whatever the... I'm sure there's some clever thought exercise involving a trolley or something. Yeah, there's some game theory (laughs) name for this that I don't know. But yes, you can both rat each other out. My idea was different. It was from the other side to say, try and hire this person for a third job. Oh, oh, you create a fake... Like create a fake job listing somewhere? Yeah. And then... Yeah, see if they apply. Very targeted advertising. Craft a job description based on what you know about this person that would be too good to pass up. Of course, then <laughs> they might just quit your job and take the fake one. I mean, quit their current job with yeah. you. Because they're like, look, I, I only do two jobs at the same time, not three. <laughs> that would be crazy. And unethical. Yeah. <laughs> three, three crosses <laughs> the line. <laughs> you know that famous rule of ethics where you can do a bad thing once yes. and it's okay, but twice, two bad things is bad. That's right. Classic philosophy of ethics. <laughs> it's Yeah, two, Two, twoism, I believe, is the, <laughs> the name for that school, um, uh, or twoist. Yeah. Oh my you, gosh. Okay. If they quit, that solves your problem. Would it be too on the nose to say, "Hey, you seem really productive"? Like you, you just go to them directly in your own Slack instance. You seem really productive. I feel like you could do two jobs at once, and I know this other company that's looking, and like just that way, you don't have to target ads directly to meet them or whatever or like you just you just tell them hey go work at this other job which is the name of the company they're working at is that what you're saying no i i, no, I think i'm me, giving help me get that I'm, again i think i'm crossing the line all right so so you said <laughs> what line sort of like arrange so that a job posting that they would take appears in front of them somehow by targeted ads somewhere or drop yeah. a piece of paper yeah i'm saying cut out the middleman and say message them in slack saying hey you want to get in on this racket of two jobs at once oh. check this one out so you're saying just straight up entrapment yeah but that feels that feels dishonest oh that feels dishonest as opposed to yes <laughs> okay. the other one feels fine for some reason we're um. we're finding the ethical boundaries here as we talk about them dead <laughs> reckoning yeah dead Ethics reckoning through dead we've reckoning. run into a wall there's the wall <laughs> yeah We'll have to reverse engineer a philosophy out of this later. Right. right. It's like training a model, but it's us. Yeah. What would you... So I wonder if there's like a generational divide here. Because I feel like my stereotypical view of like Gen X plus is like, this seems bad. And like maybe millennial, younger, there it might be more likely for people to say like, get that bag, you know? Mm. Um, 
screw big corporate. Mm. Yeah, gen- Generation X and older is like, I gave my soul to you and only you, dear company. You know, yeah, everything I we, do is yeah. yours. The meals I we cook, had a bargain. The shoes I wear, they belong to you. <laughs> and and Gen yeah. Z millennials are like, uh, I will extract every dollar of value from you at your expense. Whatever yeah. it takes, with no regard to your feeling or desires. I, I, I'm, that's obviously these are obviously pu- uh, straw man. So please, all of our uh, our three millennial listeners out there, please, please don't name me. <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. True. So there are two others at least. Yes. God, being parent. So that aside, I would hate this if I were their coworker. Oh, and I yeah. suspected they were working two jobs. I, I would be so mad at them. I would too. And like, ten percent of my anger would be like. I wish I could <laughs> pull this off, you know, like I wish Jealousy. I I wish I could get myself to do this and be successful at it. Because you know there's enough downtime in your day to day where you're not 100% occupied that you could squeeze yeah. in at least a part-time job. Yeah, but the other 90% would be like it's going to make my life so much worse to try and manage this poor performance. Yeah. Cuz that sucks no matter what the cause and if the cause is like fraud then oh i would be i'd be really mad yeah you will have to pick up their slack yep they will take longer to onboard if they ever do yeah but i feel like onboarding is a time where where more than any other time you need the most dedicated you have to like immerse yourself in the job so that you absorb enough context to be able that's how i maybe you could pull off two jobs later but it's gonna you might never get through onboarding that's right. And the the fact that you're all that this question asker is already detecting performance concerns during onboarding, which is when people tend to be the most generous and the most mm-hmm. and have the lowest expectations. The fact that even now in that state you're already detecting pretty serious performance problems tells me this is not going to be a successful arrangement for this person and it's going to be a thorn in your side and your team's side. And would I go to management? I think I would. I think I would take it to management and say, listen, just going to share a little bit of observation. Do with this as you will. But I've noticed our new coworker has, and just give the facts. Don't, don't, even, yep. don't even share the conclusion. Just say, I've seen some strange behavior that I think you might want to keep an eye on. I, and very, just very succinctly, no embellishments, state the facts. I saw this Jira ticket link, which belongs to company X in our Slack. I saw this on their screen during a screen share, which belongs to another company. And then just let management run with that. That's as far as I would go. Would you say, so I guess there are two approaches to this. One is to say, here's the weird stuff I saw. Another approach is to say, it seems like they're struggling. Yeah. Like their performance is is lower than expected. Yeah. I'm of two minds about that. One is if you notice, hopefully your your manager is way ahead of you in noticing. Right. Because it's part of their job. But the other mind is if you notice, that's also a pretty big signal that like it's bad enough that that even even coworkers who have a, a like a, a a small window into what someone else is doing at any time while you kind of overlap have concern. I don't know. I think I think your peers tend to have a better visibility into your work performance than your managers often because they're hmm. relying on you directly. You know. Yeah, I guess it depends on how how like independently you are working yeah yeah. having said all this and and basically concluded that this person is cheating they are they are cheating the system there is a charitable explanation for what's going on here that's not actually cheating and that is 
They got an offer to come work for your company. It's what they want to do. It's what they intend to commit themselves to 100%. But they are off-boarding from their previous company. Like maybe they couldn't negotiate mm-hmm. a quit date that aligned well with the new company's offer. And so maybe they're ramping down. Maybe they're handing off material. And so they are juggling two jobs for a little while. And that other company is very appreciative of them sticking around for a few extra weeks to get things wrapped up. So that is possible. And so to test that theory, I would let this go a little longer than you might be comfortable. So you can, so you can say, okay, it's been long enough now. They're definitely not offboarding. It could also be for being charitable. They could be, they could have quit their other job fully, but they're, they can't say no. And someone is begging them, please, please. Like, yep. You're the only one who knows this system and help us out a little bit on it. Also possible. But I, I would be less charitable. I don't know. <laughs> if if that's what's going on, good news, they can talk to their manager about it now. That's just classic twoist philosophy, <laughs> being less charitable. It tends to go hand in hand. Reduction to two is the name of the fallacy. Um, if they were performing really well i would be more inclined to say maybe maybe this will work its way itself out but i would not want to pick up the slack of someone who is struggling because of unethical choices not because like they need help yeah exactly and they do need some help with their ethics (laughs) they do and and getting fired for trying to have two jobs at once i'm I'm sure it's in their employment contract somewhere like yeah they probably yeah don't have another job <laughs> right so if not it probably need that needs to become boilerplate in all these employment agreements yeah it's a new world man yeah all right have we answered that question yes i think we have all right shall i read our next one would you like to yeah <laughs> it's like you knew where i was going i know it's it's almost like i read your mind yes <laughs> All right. This one says, I recently joined a large software-defined telecommunication company only to be surprised that their internal blind space is very quiet and very few people are on blind, if any. How do I change this? How do I get people to use blind more without giving away my blind account? Quitting my job is not an option due to the economy. All right. We have to start by explaining what blind is. Do you want me to explain? Uh, Sure. Imagine. Only wrong answers, though. Okay. <laughs> Imagine all of the human misery of 4chan. Okay. Probably with like less of the political and racist stuff, but okay. maybe some of it there. I don't know. Just a little bit. Uh, but but only about work. Okay. It's it's an anonymous space to talk about how horrible your company is. It's it's like per company. So it's an anonymous work gossip forum. Is that? Yeah, basically. So you often see like oh. I heard layoffs are coming or did you hear what preposterous salary so-and-so director is or nuggets of interesting information that I've found difficult to prove, but always pique my interest and, and people being like very salty all the time. Yeah. Very strong negative slant bordering on toxic. Wait, yeah, completely toxic (laughs) Uh, bordering on the, on like the inside border. (laughs) Right. That's like how I border on the border of Utah in that I live in Utah. <laughs> You're bordering on your state's border, but yes. nowhere near the border. You're deeply inside. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm Hours away right from in the, the middle of it. Uh, yeah. Blind, uh, blind is a, uh, I, I agree it, with everything you said. It is 
it is exactly what we would expect from an anonymous group of employees that belong to the same company. <laughs> if you took away the anonymity, it would be nothing but professionalism and, and uh, positivity, you know? Yeah. I guarantee it. But anyway, it can be useful. For example, I, don't, I probably shouldn't even say this, but you, <laughs> if you work at a big company, it can be useful because people will share information that is otherwise that you should have but otherwise can't find. Things like, you know, how how are raises going to be this year and how did I perform on raises compared to everyone else? You know, because people will just offer up their raises and it get yeah. and the numbers get to be big enough or the, the the samples counts get to be big enough that you can actually have some confidence that that it's accurate. Yeah. I found that to be useful. Maybe. I mean, the fact that it's anonymous also makes me wonder is this is this biased by the people who are really pumped about it yeah. sharing? In my experience, the people who are not pumped about it, <laughs> the, the people who got really <laughs> bad salaries have no problem sharing that. Yeah. Uh, because, again, the pe- people go to blind to complain. It's like the number one yeah. purpose. Do you want to feel worse is the main outcome. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a tiny chance that you will learn something <laughs> right. that will make you feel worse, but also <laughs> maybe be useful. <laughs> maybe be useful. <laughs> yeah. So... I, I guess I question your motives for wanting to get more people on blind <laughs> from your company. <laughs> but it's because they want to make they want to make the best blind space. Like we want to make a non-toxic one. What if this is an experiment? Yeah, we're trying to prove the haters wrong and that blind really is a yeah. supportive, loving community. Or it's capable of such. Yeah. Okay. Go forth. So how would you okay, so let's just take this question at face value. You've got an anonymous forum where you would like to be able to connect with your employees who you won't know who they are, but you mm-hmm. want to connect with them anyway. How would you go about convincing people to join an anonymous forum that you are a member of without revealing who you are on the forum? And especially given how small the numbers are of current members. Maybe you don't even want to reveal that you are on the forum. Because what if yeah. what if they are down on the idea of blind <laughs> and then think think less of you yeah this feels like a an alice bob eve cryptography yes. problem i'm sure there's some way to reduce this to math there's like, like a diffie hellman blind exchange <laughs> yeah exactly yeah communicate this thing without letting other people know that you're even communicating right. something and also without letting the recipient know who you are you know yeah so i i do know a way to there's a way to do that in the real world in the meat space what is it well leaflets <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. Yeah, post post stuff in the in bathrooms. Like physical paper. Like you're going to need a pen and paper. Yeah. You're going to need to find a printer. This might be hard, but you're, you'll need to find a printer, print something out. Don't print it out on your work computer or at the office printer. You'll need to hack the security system. Otherwise, you'll be on camera sneaking around, <laughs> Putting taping me. stuff up to the walls. Here's what you do. You need to find a mule. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's you need like a cells of disconnected yes. like deniability. Each person only knows one link in the chain. That's right. So, here's what you do. You you find some people outside your building and you tell them, "Take these leaflets, give them to someone else with the following instructions. Hey, find because again, you want to you want to put at least a couple levels between you and the and the leaflet depositor." And then Okay. So the instructions are, it's like a chain mail. Like there's a counter on the outside of the envelope that says, mm. you know, if you are a number greater than one, pass this to someone else. And, uh, mm. and then, and, and write down, you know, take the number on the envelope, scratch it out and write a number that's one lower. Start at five. Right. So then yeah. it goes through five hands. And then the final instruction is 
give this to the company that caters lunches at our company once a week <laughs> and have them place it next to the lunch catering. Then when you go to lunch and you see that your plan has, obviously it will be successful. Obviously none of the links in this chain will be weak and, and break the cycle, break the process, of course. No, I mean, you're counting on the kindness of strangers. And <laughs> it's similar to blind where like anonymity leads to good behavior. <laughs> it's the perfect paradox. You're counting on good yeah. charitable behavior to get people to join your toxic community. <laughs> anyway, then when, when the leaflets inevitably appear reliably at lunch day, you you see mm -hmm. them and you go oh what's this like really loud so other people <laughs> can hear it and get interested and you read it and go this looks very interesting <laughs> yeah and of course the leaflet says go to blind sign up with our company get all the latest news that management doesn't want you to know yeah it's the perfect plan so i've, I've got a couple tweaks in there um you you might kind of enclose it in some kind of food safe plastic and then actually slip it into the meal <laughs> so you're like biting into your sandwich and then you get a leaflet this a plastic yeah. leaflet <laughs> i would read that i would be very freaked out but i would also that would that would capture my eyeballs the instructions on the envelope say insert one of these plastic enclosed leaflets into each sandwich <laughs> yeah and then and, and then you say don't worry it's not poison <laughs> which is the most reassuring <laughs> phrase you can write on something. <laughs> that reminds me of that Twitter joke of, uh, I'm getting a lot of questions about human trafficking answered by my t-shirt that says, I am not involved in human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, so maybe do that. <laughs> Yeah, if you can if you can get through unseen Mission Impossible style through the vents or whatever, you could you could post stuff in in bathrooms. I see leaflets there sometimes, but that was in the office before times. Maybe you don't have offices. Yeah, that makes it more challenging. Enlist some spammers to Oh. Uh, yeah, like to email send emails. Or, I don't know, all the, it's like a yeah, phishing a, uh, Yes, hire one of these botnet phishing campaigns or something that can yeah. that can spam your company email. Yeah. That would probably work actually. Yeah. I'll tell you what. There is a whole industry of, I don't know the right word for this, but essentially demand generation people who are very effective at filling my email inbox every day with a dozen mm. or two messages about a product that they want me to try. Um, yeah, they're good at what they do. And they and also the follow-up. I'll get about six more from this in the same mm. email thread over the course of the next month if I don't decisively put a stop to the first email. So this is professionally interesting to me because i usually just delete these but more come all the time do you reply and say no thank you do you usually there's like an un or not usually sometimes there's an unsubscribe link uh, sometimes i'm worried if i talk to them that's like making eye contact right. with like a door-to-door <laughs> right. -door salesman yeah exactly uh i just click the report spam button and then usually i don't hear from okay. them again okay but anyway, they're good at their job. But what if you do, what if, okay, but what if later you do need a new all-in-one security solution for your enterprise needs I know. and you've, you've blocked them? You're doomed. It's, you're right. It's a risk that I've been taking. I've been too cavalier <laughs> with the spam button. I regret my choices. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. If only I had enterprise-grade WAF technology. <laughs> oh, woe is me. I have, okay, I have a more serious question, which is, what are you trying to accomplish by this? So getting people on blind is a thing that you can do. 
are you trying to learn more about salary information? Is it just like a, you, you are used to having it at other big companies? And I wonder if there is a different way to find this stuff out without blind. That doesn't involve creating a toxic community in your company? <laughs> well, it probably does because it's probably going to rely on like in-person, non-anonymous gossip networks instead of yeah. technical ones. It would actually be very fun to create like a secret club where everyone is sworn to secrecy that they belong and you have club meetings every month where you come and talk about your job. At every company of sufficient size, there that exists, guaranteed. They've got their secret Slack channels or a secret separate workspace or mm -hmm. you, for sure that exists. At every oh, so you're saying above this person size. is asking the question, how do I get everyone on blind? What they should be asking is, where is everyone already? Well, or not even everyone, but like, where's the cabal? Where's, where's the secret club? Where's the conspiracy? Yeah, the, how do I, secret how water do I locate cooler. the existing conspiracy? Yes, exactly. I say this as a former member of a secret <laughs> uh, conspiracy <laughs> at a giant megacorp. Oh, not really? Not conspiracy. There was no ill intent, but it was a secret club. A secret club for the purpose of communicating information that is not generally available? Is that? Yeah, it was sort of like, we just want to get work done without going through other... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was kind of like a skunk works thing, I guess, more than a conspiracy. But but it was like a secret, separate communication channel I see. that I see. was not approved I see. or known about. This was working around processes to make it easier to get done, work done effectively. Yeah, shadow IT. Shadow was, IT. We, yeah. we were partakers of shadow IT. So, and I know, I mean, I don't know a lot about what you did there, but I do know one thing. Based on your t-shirt, it was not for the purposes of human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> and we made everybody sign an agreement before they joined saying that. So there would be no questions. And then we gave them the t-shirt. After they signed the agreement, here's yeah. your t-shirt. Just to make it extra clear. I, I actually have yeah. a t-shirt that says, I signed an agreement that says I won't do human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> so that that adds an a level of certainty that my t-shirt doesn't convey right i think like trust me there's a contract behind this thing yeah <laughs> yeah maybe maybe you're trying to learn salary information maybe you're trying to learn scuttlebutt about like upcoming team changes or plans or something like that and and salary information we've talked about the salary game yep that requires you to have one-on-one -on -one relationship with with folks so you might you might not know like what someone way on the other side of the company in a totally different department that you've never heard of makes, um, but you could get some of this information yeah. around. Just okay. One one last idea: start a channel called Blind in your company communication <laughs> software, and put the topic as just write like Blind and say it's anonymous, and then see if people use it. Perfect. Don't worry, it's anonymous. Yeah, don't worry. Your name will not be used against you the name that appears next yeah. to every message you write which is your legal name it is anonymous yeah. <laughs> and then if people ask questions you say i can see you're asking questions that are answered by the notice at the top of this channel <laughs> what, what don't you get about this james <laughs> james johnson <laughs> from marketing <laughs> i also thought it was funny that the question ends with quitting my job is not an option due to the economy and i I'm struggling to see how quitting your job would get more people into blind. <laughs> um, well, but maybe there's. Are you saying for the first time ever, there. quitting your job is just actually off the table for you? But <laughs> well, you have to have. Usually, you have to have a company email to join the blind space yeah. for that company. Yeah, so true. it would it would make it impossible. Fair fair point. You could, I don't know. You could ask people on blind. 
How do I get my company? Tell your friends yeah, about surely it. you're not the first person to encounter this problem. I, I mean, there must be other communities of people who have needed to get started. Ask blind. Yeah. They want this to happen. Say, I'm I'm trying to be an evangelist. Yeah. yeah. Ask your account rep at blind how to get blind going yeah. better at your company. How do they make money? Uh, who knows? Can you pay them to like delete your company's workspace or something? I think they just feed on toxicity. It's like they somehow convert it to dollars. They're free revenue. Oh, are they? Okay. They're yeah. They're focusing on growing toxicity. No, I don't know. <laughs> toxicity uh, hacking. Revenue is what I googled. What's their revenue model? And one of the answers says revenue is what you extract from VCs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! They said it out loud. That is such a blind answer. I think this is a a, a blind user, not an authoritative. Of course. I'm just saying that's exactly the kind of answer I would expect from a blind community member. Yeah, exactly. Revenue Cynical. is what you extract from VCs. <laughs> that's so ill-intended. Oh, oof. Uh, yeah, maybe some, maybe some ad stuff. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, I I think we've, uh, what's the word when you accidentally sell for another company? We've done that. Shield. We, yeah, we've shielded enough for blind. Well, that's when you do it on purpose, I guess. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I do want to reiterate, uh, I just looked at their website again and was reminded, oh, yeah, this is a terrible place by looking at just like the comments, random questions yeah. popped up that are highly responded to and active. I don't miss it. I don't miss I don't miss blind myself having moved on. I used to check it every few days and uh, I don't miss it one bit. All right. Have we answered the question, Jameson, in your opinion? We have. OK, I think we have. Yes. Very good. What should people do? If they want their own questions answered. Uh, just go to blind. <laughs> That's where you get the best <laughs> answers. <laughs> but if that doesn't work for you, go to softskills.audio and click the ask a question button where we will receive your beautifully worded and heartfelt questions, which warms our souls and makes the tips of my toes tingle every time I read them. Thank you so much for submitting them every week. We really appreciate it. What if it made like the middle of your toes tingle? <laughs> kind of the center of mass? That'd be strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like your your toe knuckle tingled <laughs> that lovely knuckle tingling that that mean, maybe that means the message wasn't heartwarming enough yeah it's like it was pretty good <laughs> just yeah a, that's just how okay. you measure but that never happens because all the messages no. we get they, they're are... full-on tip of toe tingle yes exactly yeah thank you for listening thank you for sending your questions we appreciate it and we will catch you next week bye